Hey, CCV family, it's so great to be with you. Uh, we are so glad that even though we have to meet together remotely, we can still connect. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in his name, I'm going to be right there with you. And so we're just praying and cheering you on in your families, together at work, wherever you are, that you continue to grow in your faith. And we're just so happy we continue to get great response about all of the hard work that's going on to put our children's ministry online, our student ministry online, and ultimately then just to connect in our service together today. I want to start by asking you a question. How awesome would it be to not go to church on Sunday mornings and still be considered a good Christian? Have you ever asked yourself that question? How awesome would it be to be a Christian, go to heaven, be cool in the eyes of God, and never have to get up on a Sunday morning again. Literally, don't set the alarm clock and you sleep as long as you possibly can. If you've thought that before, I want you to be honest and I want you to put in the comments, I have. Just go ahead and type, I have. Now, if you're on staff and you've thought that, go ahead and type, I have, because I need to know who I need to let go this week. There is this old joke about a mother who's trying to get her family ready for church, and she goes to uh, the stairs and yells upstairs, hey, everybody, let's go, we're going to church, and she hears grumbling upstairs, and someone yells back down, I'm not going today, I don't want to go, and she yells, we got five minutes, you need to get down here, we're going to church. This person yells, I'm not going, I don't want to go, the people are mean, and it's boring there. She yells back up, we have four minutes, you better get down here, because we're leaving, and you're not going to miss. Voice yells back down again, I'm not going, you can't make me go. Give me two reasons why I should go to church today. She yells back up. Number one, because I said so. And number two, because you're the pastor. You have to go. It's a stupid joke, isn't it? But I just want to let you know that I am someone that would have typed if I had the opportunity. I have. I remember we we were on vacation. I think it was like three years ago and we were far away from any church. And so you know where we went to church that Sunday, we went to Bedside Baptist. Have you ever visited Bedside Baptist Church on a Sunday morning? It was glorious. No alarm clock. We slept in as long as we wanted, and then we got up, and we had a leisurely brunch, and it was just a glorious thing. And I thought to myself, man, honestly, how awesome would it be if we just never had to do that again? If we never had to go through all of the energy it takes to get kids ready, all of the energy it takes to get dressed, all finding a parking spot, coming into the service. If we didn't have to ever do that again, how great would that be? Now, I know that you've thought that because at the beginning of COVID, many of you texted me this, not going to lie, it's pretty awesome sitting on my couch with a cup of coffee in my pajamas watching you on TV, Right? You thought that at the beginning of COVID, but the longer this thing has gone on, the more all of us have realized why God said in Hebrews 10, 25, do not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another to continue meeting. And all the more we should encourage one another as you see the day approaching. And so there are a whole bunch of Bible reasons why It's great for us to attend church together. But I have to be honest, I'm pretty ashamed. I had no idea 
that there was a large body of scientific evidence that talked about the positive benefits of church attendance that have to, has nothing to do with Bible reasons. Like, I was shocked to find out that attending church every single week lowers your blood pressure. This is good for those of you who are Phillies fans. According to the International Journey of Psychiatric Medicine, Reacher's found that, quote, among participants who both attended religious services and prayed or studied the Bible frequently, the likelihood of having a diastolic blood pressure of 90 millimeters HG or higher was 40% lower than found in participants who attended religious services infrequently or prayed or studied the Bible infrequently. Do you know that? I had no idea that attending church every single week boosts your immune system. One study reported in the uh, New York Times said, one of the most striking scientific discoveries about religion in recent years is that going to church weekly is good for you. Religious attendance, at least, religiosity boosts the immune system and decreases blood pressure. What else does it do? I discovered this week that attending church every single week allows for better sleep. How many of you are like, I'm in, I want to sleep better? In a national peer review study, the researchers found that, quote, more religious adults tend to exhibit healthier sleep outcomes than their less religious counterparts. One research journal said so much that they believe it's because, quote, religious involvement may limit an individual's mental, mental, chemical, or psychological arousal associated with psychological distress, substance use, stress exposure, and allostatic load, thereby promoting better sleep outcomes and practicing individuals. In other words, you're able to get to sleep because all of the things that weigh on your mind Religion or Jesus has the ability to basically help you get out of your head and to calm down and have a good night's sleep. This is why the Mayo Clinic, I discovered this week, has stated that people who attend church every single week are just all around healthier. Religious involvement and spirituality are associated with better health outcomes, including greater longevity, coping skills, and health-related quality of life even during terminal illness, in less anxiety, depression, and suicide. So think about that for a moment. People who go to church every single week have lower blood pressure, stronger immune systems. They sleep better. They live longer. They have less anxiety. They struggle with depression less often. They cope better with the stresses of life. According to a 2016 study from the Journal of American Medical Association, this is the most widely peer-reviewed medical journal on the planet, J-A-M-A, found that between 1996 and 2010, quote, women who attended any religious service once a week or more were five times less likely to commit suicide. Think about that. This same study found that women who reported attending religious services more than once a week had a 33% lower risk of dying. You live longer if you go to church. You're able to get through the difficulties of life. And the other thing that I discovered is that people who attend church every single week have more satisfying marriages. How many of you at the start of March can say now at the end of July, our marriage is better than it ever was before? Some of you can say that because the situation is like the tip of a mountain. 
On one side, if your marriage is doing great, you're going to be able to get over the hump. But if your marriage is not, going, not doing great and you're on this side, it's harder to stay connected. It's harder to grow. It's harder to communicate. And so it's a whole lot easier for you to roll down. And so while, while some people find the time together, the, the, being able to work remotely is a positive thing, there are just as many, if not more people who find working remotely and more time at home, putting more stress on their marriage. This one study said couples who practice their faith through regular church attendance together tend to report significantly higher relationship qualities than those couples who do not attend services together. Let me just list a couple more. Pew Research Center, nationwide study found that people who attend church on a regular basis are happier. Those who attend religious services weekly or more are happier than those who are attending less often. Here, get this for those of you who are parents. People who attend church every single week raise more successful children. And for those of, those of us who are parents, isn't this what we want? In, studying, in a study compiling the independent findings of more than 100 social scientists, Dr. Pat Fagan of the Center for Research on Marriage and Religion found that, quote, children who regularly go to church, look at this, children who regularly go to church are less likely to get divorced later in life, are more able to overcome poverty, exhibit better academic performance, and are less likely to engage in sexual activity as teens and are less likely to abuse drugs and alcohol by simply going to church every single week and participating. Finally, for those of you who are totally skeptical, I'm gonna share this. According to the National Bureau of Economic Research, they found that doubling the rate of religious attendance raises household income by 9.1% and decreases welfare participation by 16% from baseline rates. You go to church every single week, you make more money. You start doing what the Bible says to do with the money, you save it, you don't go into debt, and you make more because you work harder, because you're no longer working for your own selfish ambition. You have a higher goal that you're going for. So yeah, when you look at all of these factors, it would be nice to go to Bedside Baptist once, but who would want to trade sleeping in every single week so they could experience higher blood pressure, a weaker immune system, less sleep, a shorter life, more anxiety, more depression, less ability to cope with the stresses of life, less satisfying marriage relationship, general unhappiness with life, struggling children, and less money. When you look at it that way, I mean, no one would want to do that. But the thing is, that is happening right now. The more we do this, hey, let's sit on our couch and drink coffee and watch Brian in our pajamas thing, the longer we do this, the more it's going to harm you, your kids, and your health. There is a reason Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. It is a mission. It is an aggressive mission. Now, last week we announced that the governor had a new mandate. He changed things up again. And what, let's, the Bible tells us that we need to be praying 
for our political leaders. And so rather than criticize the governor, let's be praying for the governor. What a job that guy has to take into account the, the welfare of the whole state. So let's, let's, be, let's keep that in mind. Let's be praying for our governor. But our governor said that we cannot have groups of 25 or more meeting in a building. We were planning on meeting together September 6th. Our goal, we just picked a date that we felt that this is going to align with where we were going, and we were wrong. The COVID numbers are higher, there are outbreaks, and our governor felt that it was necessary to have 25 or less in a building. We as Christians want to be supportive and prayerful of our governor. There are some Christians who want me to say, screw the government. We're just going to meet together anyway. And you know what? You need to understand that we're not that kind of a church because as disciples of Jesus, the Bible tells us to obey our government. And more importantly, the church can thrive in situations like it has for 2,000 years when you temporarily are not able to meet. And so it's not like we're without options. And so last week, I talked about how we're changing our message. Beginning of March, all we talked about was, we're going to get through this. We're going we're gonna to hang in there. God loves us. And now, you know what? No. There's too much at stake. Not meeting together is hurting our people. Therefore, today we're shifting the message. And the message, if I could, if I could concisely state the message, it's this. Not meeting together is hurting our people simply. This is not a good long-term substitute. Just watching our church online is not a good long-term substitute. It's good to pinch hit in a while, but it's not a good long-term substitute. There's a reason the Bible says do not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing because I've already listed all of the bad things that happen. This is why I'm convinced not meeting together each week is one of the most toxic things a Christian can do. In the early church, when you look at the early church in Acts chapter two, it said they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe. And it goes down at the very end and it says they they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. I wish I had time to pick those two words apart. It simply means when they met together, they were happier And they were lighter because they took their masks off and they were able to be sincere. There was laughter when they met together. And right now the weight of COVID is causing everything to fray in many of our lives. In our church, marriages are stressed, children are struggling. Young millennials, by and large, nationally are just checking out. And people are disconnected from one another. And the evil one is loving this. And so that's why we're going on the offensive. And so this is why today we are launching what we were calling watch parties. A watch party is a group of people who meet in a home to watch the service as it's broadcast and to meet together and be the church. Absolutely, the vast majority of them will meet on Sunday morning where someone will host in their home at nine o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, or at 11.30 in the morning, the live stream service as it comes live, and someone in a house will join 
with other people that will come over their house, socially distanced, keeping it safe, but they'll join together and they'll, they'll experience the church service together. Now, I know some of you are thinking, uh, no, because watching you in my pajamas is pretty awesome. And like I said last week, I was going to challenge you. Is it pretty awesome to keep doing this? Can you imagine what's going to happen in your life if you do this, if this goes on for another year? A year. Now is the time where we need to take our lives back, we need to take our faith back, and we need to take our community back. And so let me answer a few questions about watch parties. First, will watch parties continue once we begin meeting together in person? Absolutely yes. Now, the government, governor, governor may change his mind two, two weeks from now, and we could be meeting live on Sunday morning, but I coach a number of pastors, and in my coaching network, as well as all my relationships nationally, people are looking at whatever your attendance was going into COVID nationally, if you get about 30% to come back on a Sunday morning right now, it's really good. And so people who are immunocompromised or they have situations where they're just not comfortable yet, we want them to know that we're going to meet live as soon as we can, but we also want the church to move forward and they can move, they can move forward by meeting together in their homes. After we start meeting live, that's going to continue. And it's going to continue not only because some people will want to meet in homes, but also because Many of our new people that have become a part of our church family are around the country or they're internationally, they're joining us. And so the reach and the impact and the connection that we have as a congregation is going to continue to extend both nationally and around the world. Second, how do we join one? Like some of you are like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this right now. Right now, what we're focusing on is finding leaders, We need to find hosts. And some of you are thinking, that seems like a lot of work. If you can turn the TV on, you can host a party. You can host a watch party. The uh, barrier is very low to get into that. All you have to be able to do is welcome people, sit down in your family room, and we're going to give you tools. Our our new groups pastor is going to give you tools uh, to be able to uh, foster discussions But at the very least, at a minimum, all you have to do is turn the TV on. Now, how do we join one? Right now, we just want to recruit leaders. What we're praying for as a church leadership is that 100 homes, 100 individuals would open up their homes uh, to be able to meet. Now, that also means to open up their businesses, to open up their rooms. There are a lot of different places and a lot of different ways that we can meet. And so here's what I need you to understand. You're going to get an email, like right now, it should be in your inbox. You're going to get an email that's going to give you specifics on how to sign up. If you're nationally or internationally, we want to make sure that you go up to our, uh, go up to our website and sign up um, for online giving. You don't have to give anything, but if you sign up, that, that will put you into our systems to start getting these emails. There are also going to be links that are going to go out on social media. And right now, on, on Facebook and on YouTube, that link is going up. And so you're going to have the tools to be able to be successful. Finally, what if I can host another day or time? Absolutely. Like if Sunday night works better for you, 
if Monday night works better, Monday morning, Tuesday after, whatever it is, whatever that works for you, what we want you to do is we want 100 people to sign up to host watch parties. And then we want you to spread the word among your people your crowd, your team, and I want you to get the word out. And I want, to, I want the church to be the church right now. And uh, rather than like the, the church staff being the go-betweens of you know, trying to point people, we want the church to be the church. We want you to invite your friends. We want you to put it out on social media. You're hosting a party. And that way, the people who want to go to a party can be connected with the people who are hosting a party. And we're just convinced that God is going to do some pretty amazing things through this experience. Will you pray for us? Let's do that right now. God, we just want to pray for the hundred who are going to step up to host a watch party and to facilitate just genuine Christian community. We pray for the people who are thinking, I don't know if I want to do that. We pray, God, that you would nudge them the impact, the experience, both for them, their family, their kids. It's going to be powerful. Every single time, God, in this church, when we've had to step up because we faced a challenge, every single time the amazing people in this church have stepped up. So God, touch their hearts, touch their minds, help them to step up, Help us all to be the church. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to Brian Jones Sermons. For more information and to find similar articles on this topic and more, please go to Brian's website at brianjones.com.